Things seem to have calmed down at airports now in Canada. That's a very good thing, considering how chaotic the last few weeks were. And actually, you've still got people out there who are trying to find their luggage, right? Still thousands of pieces of luggage, not just at YVR, but at airports right across the country as people try to sort out what happened the last few weeks. The question now, though, is where is the accountability? Where are the changes or improvements? Will the federal government actually do anything? Joining us now to talk about this is Duncan D, a former COO of Air Canada, an expert in public transportation and policy. Duncan, thank you for being back with us. Being back with us. Thanks for having me, Simi. So when you see what happened over the last you know, few weeks, do you think it was preventable? Look, I don't think the um, largest issues in terms of the weather and the cancellations was preventable simply because as folks at the YVR saw, uh, things were were just so difficult in terms not just of the forecast, but the rate at which the snow was falling that made it very difficult to keep the taxiways and runways clear. But, you know, there are certain things that could have helped the recovery how the airlines, how the airports recovered in the days following the weather events is really where the focus should be in terms of how uh, travelers' uh, experience would be in the future if we did a better job of managing um, how we recover from these events. We can't prevent the weather, but we can surely change the way we handle how we recover from them. Oh, and how should we be changing things then? I think that the um, uh, the most important thing is for the government to do a better job anticipating um, how things are going and to identify potential bottlenecks. We've had now um, experiences throughout the summer peak, now um, the Christmas peak, where uh, the government really was caught flat-footed. Um, they you know, appeared to be more like spectators than actual uh, players in the game. Um, and so in the case of the Sunwing uh, debacle, it was very, very clear at the onset, you know, in the day following the weather event, that this would be a disastrous outcome. It was certainly what many people in the industry saw as a problem. And, um, you know, it seems like all we got from the federal government was a tweet saying they're concerned and they're looking into it. So, you know, these are things which have to be looked at much more closely. If you take a look at the parallels between Canada and the U.S. and the way the U.S. government uh, reacted to the debacle uh, over the Christmas holidays with Southwest Airlines, uh, which many folks in in B.C. would be familiar with, or uh, how the Canadian government handled Sunwing Sunwing Airlines, you're talking about a a comparison that uh, is really night and day, that the two um, reactions were completely different. One, the U.S. reaction was much more active. The Secretary of Transportation out there um, ensuring that travelers uh, were handled better by Southwest Airlines. Whereas in Canada, as I said earlier, you know, the transport minister is simply just tweeting that he was hoping things would work out. Right. So that's the thing that we we always get frustrated by, Duncan, isn't it? Is that there doesn't ever seem to be any repercussions or consequences when things go wrong. Right. And, you know, uh, now we're, there's news that the uh, Parliamentary Transport Committee is inviting um, Sunwing executives and Via Rail executives to explain themselves. And the reaction from the minister at that time was, you know, it's a very important meeting and I'll, I'm looking forward to that discussion. 
as if he's just a spectator, you know, watching from the outside, looking in um, and not really quite sure what uh, to do. He has powers to compel um, carriers to take their responsibility seriously. The Canada Transportation, Canada Transportation Agency, for example, can levy fines of up to $25,000 per incident if an airline fails to comply with their own responsibilities to to travelers but it just seems like you know we're in a situation where the government looks at this and and plays the the role of an observer as somebody who just looks at something stares at it and pretends it's not a problem that they can help solve what do you think, in your opinion, what would work to send a message to the industry that, that what you did this time is not acceptable, that can't happen again? Look, I think what Sunwing did was outrageous. Uh, the fact that uh, folks in Saskatchewan now um, are seeing cancellations into February um, as a result of the debacle we saw from Sunwing this uh, uh, last couple of weeks is proof that this was not never about the weather. Um, you know, and uh, so there has to be repercussions. I think that um, the federal government needs to ensure that in the future, when Sunwing puts in an application to uh, run these uh, flights um, on the basis of bringing in foreign uh, pilots, uh, that they have the um, wherewithal to actually operate them. You know, you can't just uh, sell tickets to flights that may not operate and then on the eve of those flights, telling travelers, well, you're just out of luck. You're have, you'll have to make your own arrangements because we don't have the pilots or the aircraft to, 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 to operate these flights. What Sunwing did really is a huge black eye, not just on Sunwing, but on the entire airline industry. And unless the federal government acts and acts um, quickly, then you know the, the, the reputational damage done to the industry is severe. I certainly don't know anyone who would want to uh, trust their travel dollars by booking a vacation on Sunwing going forward. Well, I think all airlines, don't you think, have suffered a bit from this? I think all airlines for sure have suffered um, uh, from what happened this uh, th- the last few weeks. But as we saw in the U.S. and as we saw- see in Canada, some airlines have handled the recoveries much better than the others. Look, tr- um, are bags going to get lost in the middle of uh, a weather event like the 23rd of December where you had all three largest hubs hit by weather? Absolutely. Bags will for sure get lost because airlines are not able to operate flights on time. You also have the added problem where the baggage belt at Pearson Airport actually broke down on that day. So, you know, those things will happen. The recoveries are really where the focus should be on. And some airlines have done a better job of recovering than others. There will still be frustrated travelers for sure because, you know, as a result of what happened on days like the 23rd in Vancouver, you also had the lead up to the 23rd, um, the weekend before where you had uh, weather as well. You know, those things are, un, uh, you know, are, are not things that the, the airline industry can mitigate uh, to any great degree. What they can do, however, is ensure that they've got the resources in place so that the bags that are lost are delivered much more quickly. The travelers who have disrupted flights get refunds quickly if they can't be reaccommodated or that they've got the ability to reaccommodate them in a way which is acceptable to the traveler. Do you see any sign though, Duncan, 
any sign that what you're talking about is going to happen, that, that the federal government took this seriously, that something is going to change? Simi, you know, this is something that I've been um, banging on now since 2016. Um, I was part of the Canada Transportation Act review panel at the invitation of the federal government so that structural changes could be made to the transportation system. Many of our recommendations were luckily implemented, but a lot of the key recommendations are gathering dust. And so the government really has a choice to either look at the structural problems that are in the airline, uh, air transportation system and address them, or, you know, they can continue to watch as spectators or as observers, as travelers are inconvenienced going forward. What happened, for example, with Sunwing, I believe was entirely preventable. Airlines should not be allowed to sell flights that they have no hope of operating. And, you know, what we saw there was clear, you know, that's something that should should have been addressed well before this. And, you know, mm-hmm. now we're stuck in a situation where people are just uh, holding the bag. Uh, or not the bag because they can't find it, right? And the bag never actually showed up. Duncan, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Simi. Happy New Year. That is Duncan D., former Air Canada COO and expert in public transportation and policy, talking about the holiday travel chaos that we saw. And it really does seem at this point that there aren't going to be any repercussions or consequences as a result of this. Now, I don't know about you, but my email inbox has certainly seen a few emails in the last week or so about flight sales, right? Seat sales from airlines, both Air Canada and WestJet. And I remember looking at it thinking, are you kidding me? Just after the last few weeks, you couldn't, you know, you were ready to abandon people at the airport for, you know, days at a time. And you're already selling seat sales into the spring. And that's the thing. They want us to forget about it, right? Dangle a nice low airfare and some people will probably grab it and go for it. Like, are you ready to travel again with all the chaos that we saw over the last few weeks. Weigh in with your thoughts on this. Simi at cknw.com.